Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And now, from beyond our dimension, this is the Jeff Mara Podcast. Here's Jeff. My guest is Linda, who after her near-death experience came back with an increased sensitivity to energy and has been studying how to use it in her everyday life, and today we're going to learn about it. Linda, thank you so much for being my guest, and welcome. Hi, Jeff. Nice to see you. Thank you for having me. This is great. Nice to see you as well, and we had you on before during our Saturday night live stream and you came in and you quickly gave us your NDE, but today we're going to get the NDE in its entirety. Yes. yes. So if you don't mind, let's start from the beginning and go from there. Thanks. So I was about seven years old and I was swinging on a swing set. And if, if you remember being a child swinging on a swing set, you could go full force and really you'd feel like you were swinging right over the trees. So I got totally carried away and that's what I was doing. And I fell off the swing and I hit my head. Um, and instantly I was in a beautiful black spot that was warm. And it looked like there was, there was a being there that looked like, almost like father time-ish, beautiful. He was beautiful. And he was grand and he was sitting. And there was another being next to him that was just sort of greeting me. He was quiet and he was just greeting me and I could feel love. I could feel like everything was okay. And then to my right, there was another being. And um, it was an interesting layout because they were here in my immediate space and over here to my right in front of me, I could see that there was a, a city. There was a full-fledged life going on there. That was a, a city. and um, But it seemed to be removed from me. So I was in this beautiful space. And as soon as I arrived there, I felt like, oh, this is home. But I was still sort of in that seven-year-old child head because the transition was so fast that that's what I was thinking from. And so this, uh, when I thought, oh, I'm home, um, I was told, no, the guy next to me said, no, you have to go back. And I said, no, no, this is home. And I thought to myself, you know, it was telepathy. And he said, no, really, you want to go back. And so as I was thinking, he wants me to stay here, my mind, like when you're in, in the other realm, in the 5D realm, you can see everything, right? So I turned my consciousness around and I looked back at the earth and I could feel all the chaos and noise of that space. And I sort of telepathically sent him the message that place is so loud. There's so much chaos there. 
I don't want to go back. And he said, oh, yes, you do. <laughs> and I, I was just shocked that he was asking me to, to leave this warm, beautiful place. And he said, if I explain to you why you want to go back, will you agree to go back? And I was thinking, there's no way he's going to be able to, to explain that, but okay. So I said, yes. And he took my hand and we, now we sort of left that black, beautiful place with those, what I, what I perceive is what I was seeing is God, but he was in a, in sort of that father time look about him just to stay calm because I was so shocked by my quick transition between being a seven-year-old little girl and entering there. And I didn't have any uh, religious background to, to be formulating any um, kind of a Christian or, or whatever background to these figures. I was just there. So I think he was just making it very comfortable for my childish head to make that transition. So um, anyway, that my guardian, who I call my guide, took my hand and we flew up and we went into these clouds and I could see we were above that city I had seen. And that city was all just beautiful, white, glittery. You could feel God in the air. I mean, literally, you could feel God in every single minute drop of that air. You could just feel cared for, loved. It was, it was an ambiance in that beautiful air. And so we went up over the clouds. I could see where I lived. I remember saying, seeing a street with houses and, and thinking, oh, that's where my clan lives. That's where I live. And, but I don't use the word clan, but that's the word that came to mind at that moment as we were flying. So we flew over. And we came down in what seemed to be um, a huge, huge sort of library. And my little head perceived them as drawers all the way up to eternity and down as far as you could see. And I and he we landed in this in this one space and he looked at a drawer and sort of told me, open up the drawer. And so I went to open up the drawer and it opened up and there was a like light inside the drawer. Pardon me. There was light inside the drawer. And, um, and he told me to look in there. So I did. And all that light, as I started to concentrate on the left-hand side of the drawer, there was swirling light. And as I concentrated, it was a story. And there was a little boy doing something and I could see that little boy doing something and he was really little young and he was going about his life and as I watched that sort of in a in a 3d spectrum of him going through his life in a fast motion movie I could see that he his learning he was learning and then he'd fail and and get it wrong and then he'd do it again and then he'd fail, and then he'd do it again, and he'd get it right. And then he'd move on to some new topic, and he'd do it wrong. And then he'd try it again, and maybe get it right, and then move on to another topic. But the 
it had a rhythm to his learning that was like like this, like very even keel learning over and over, a whole bunch of them. And as, as I was watching that little boy learn and get older, it kind of seemed boring to me. And it there were too many little learning stumbling blocks and it was sort of getting boring to watch. And as I thought that moment that I realized that's kind of boring, the light on the right-hand side of the drawer started to formulate um, activity and it got my attention. So I turned and I looked in that, in that part of the drawer. And then I saw that there was this little girl. And at first I was just watching a movie of a little girl until I realized it was me. And so I'm watching my learning and I'm doing a sort of learning and then I get it wrong or I get it right and then go on to another one. And I see that they're bigger things, they're bigger things to tackle. And I either do it right or I do it wrong. And I go on to another one. And then later in my life, they're really big ones that I either do right or wrong. And eventually there's three big, big learning things. And so as I'm watching this life and the age of this life move on, uh, eventually um, I see that I'm walking with a little girl. This is the end of the story. And it's the last sort of learning hump I'm going through. And um, I see this woman. She's me. I know that that's me. I'm in high heels and I'm walking with a little girl and I'm walking through this thing that now I think of as a tar tarmac sort of to a to an airline and then the little girl lets go I let go of this little girl and the next thing I know I'm sitting in what I perceive as a um as a big wall in front of me and I'm sitting in my and I have my legs crossed and I have these fancy shoes and shoes were a big deal when I was little and um, all of a sudden, while I'm sitting in what I think is a moving craft with a wall in front of it, either I'm getting moving really fast or the whole craft is moving. I can't tell. Whatever's happening, there's a wall in front of me. And at one point, I get thrust, fall forward, thrust into this wall. And as I get thrust into the wall, my whole body, I don't feel a thing, my whole body gets thrust and crushed, but my consciousness keeps moving. So eventually I'm past the wall and I'm looking over and my body is all crumbled. And I don't really care. I didn't feel a thing. And I realize, oh, and as I think that, oh, that's my body, I just got crumbled like a bug on a windshield, I turn and my guardian is there. And I say, is that how I die? Because now I'm living in that vision that originally I saw in a drawer, but now I've moved in to see that's the end of this story. And I turn to my guide and I say, is that how I die? And he says, yes. And I go, oh, okay. I didn't, that was so weird. I didn't even feel that. And he's like, well, of course not. And at that moment, I realized, wow, 
on earth, we're all, we're 3D in our body, whatever suit we're using, but we're always 5D in our soul. So whatever happens to the 3D part, we're always both. So that's why I didn't, I was like, this is like sloughing off. It was like getting a haircut. It just went away. And now my 5D part of me kept moving. And it just caught me by surprise to realize we are always, all during our life, multidimensional. We just don't think of it that way, but we are. We're three and 5D always walking through the kitchen, right? And then, so as I realize, oh, that's how I die. And he says, yes. And you'll be, and I go, then I come back here. And he says, yes. Well, at that moment, I had seen all the things I had designed for the learning of my life. Everything was clear. So at that moment, I was like, I understand why I have to come back. And so he says, that's why you want to do that. And I say, ah, all right, I get it. And then he We leave that space. He shuts the drawer. Now I'm in full understanding. I understand why I'm going to go back. But I was feeling like the life that that I had lived was just really hard. It seemed so hard. I was really drained. And so we left that space and we flew up back into clouds and we landed on this beautiful landscape hill. It was just gorgeous. And all the grass, the flowers, there was consciousness. That God feeling was all around that, that conscious love. No, there was no conflict at all. It was just home. Um, So I land on this beautiful green hillside. And I initially, I can hear water. And I'm, and I'm conscious, I can hear water, but I don't see it. And then he shows me, goes, look over there. And I see the water. And he said, put your hand in it. And so as I looked, I saw water in a little pool trickling from rocks into this little pool. And I realized there was a big body of water somewhere else that was feeding into this. But for right this space that I could see, I see this beautiful uh, body of water with with conscious trees and conscious flowers and grass that was all fully alive. It was fully, it fully had consciousness, every bit of it. And as I walked over, I put my hand into this water and the water was like very bubbly and beautiful, crisp water. But when I touched it, the energy of the water came up my arm and through my entire body with like renewing white energy that was just beautiful. And it cleansed me of that crappy energy that I had left when I left to earth. It like totally cleansed me. And I realized he had done that as a favor, sort of like to give me a good head start when I got back, like, I just felt like, oh, this is this just healed whatever was really bothering me and made me not want to go back to earth. That just healed it. And I realized he did me a really big favor. 
And um, so when that had happened and I stood back up, I said, um, I thanked him for, for doing that. And he said, he, he said, thank you. You're welcome. And then I said, um, are you going to be here when I get back? And he said, yes, I'll, I'll greet you when you come back. I'll be here. And I said, okay. And I, um, what else? Oh, at that point, once I knew that he was going to come back, he said, you, because I was thinking now, because I'm really thinking, oh, now I know why I'm going back. So I'm just going to go refill this story. I'm just going to go finish this short little story. And, um, and he said, no, you can't go back with all that I just showed you because it'll, it'll create conflict while you go through your life. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm not going to remember this. All right. That's, that's okay, I guess. And at that point I felt a tapping on my back and, um, I turned to look what was, what was tapping on me and instantly I felt my little seven-year-old head throbbing in a huge, huge headache. And I was like, ah, so I went to move because I had just left spirit. So my spirit hand was beautiful and light and airy, right? But now I went to move my spirit hand and I realized it was a 3D body hand. And I was like, oh, I'm back. And I touched my head. It hurt so much. And, um, and I realized there was a rock under my head. So I must have, I must have fallen off that swing and, and really landed my head really hard. So I, I got up and of course I was crying my eyes out because my head hurt and I ran to my mother and, um, and I told her what she had run out to see me. And so we met sort of in the yard with my sister and I said, mom, you wouldn't believe that what I just experienced. And my sister was like, ha 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 ha. That's funny. And my mother kind of looked at me and she was always very aware, but very quietly, quietly saying, yes, you're right. But she wouldn't say it out loud. And she just said, I get it. Yeah. All right. Well then if that's what you experienced, then just, then just keep that to yourself. Keep that to yourself. And my sister was kind of like joking, like, wow, oh, that's kind of crazy. And um, so at any rate, I was about seven. And what happened about now, I, I grew up, right? And um, people didn't talk about those things. But I always felt like I could talk to the earth. I felt like I could talk to the air. I could I could express my 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 spiritual self to consciousness and there was clear interaction i always felt like god is right there i'm just in this sort of like what i saw in the in the drawer right so god is always right there for me it just always felt like that and every night when i went to bed as a little kid in a rough kind of a rough very poor environment I always felt like when I was sleeping that God's hands were my bed and I was just sleeping in God's hands. Like, so God was my way of discussion, my way of doing everything. And, um, and so I never, I, I forgot eventually because I was only seven. So about 70, what do they say? 72, 75% of the 
childhood experiencers, it'll go dormant in your head. You still have all that knowledge, but it goes dormant. And, um, and it did for me until I was in my twenties, I was getting my degree in economics, uh, finance. I was very much into, uh, those 3d realities of life and getting jobs and stuff. And I went to a hypnotist to go stop smoking. And he had me go up a set of stairs and open a white door and be in the safest place. <laughs> so while I was hypnotized, I went up the stairs and I opened that door and I went to my safe place, which was that mound with the grass and everything came back instantly. And I thought, oh my God, I, I always knew, but I didn't know. Like, I realized I've always known this. I've always in, internally known this. And so I was in my, I was probably about 21. And then, so from there, I've just been, I mean, all my life, I've been aware of energy and been aware of all the things that we can do with spirit. But at 21, once that unlocked and everything came back instantly, I was like, yes, of course, that was, that's what's been, that's what I've been trying to remember. And so I've just been practicing with energy ever since. Empathic energy, feeling people's injuries, feeling people's um, issues, what they're doing. That's So that's my near-death experience. Well, thank you for sharing your story with us. Now, your guide, was he the guy that looked like Father Time? No, that was what I, what I learned was... My first instinct when I saw like a father time figure, kind of like um, kind of like the old fashioned Santa father time kind of look to him. Um, that was God. Mm. And later that was in the energy that was everywhere. That was the bright light everywhere. And my guide was a separate person who stood by me the whole time to my right and always just took my hand and showed me things. I think they didn't want to scare me because I didn't go through a tunnel. I didn't have some illness where I got to get ready to die. I I left my body and boom, I was right in heaven. So I think they just didn't want to shock me too much while I realized where I was. When you were telling us of your previous past life and your death, and you said you were in a craft, what kind of craft were you in? As my little, I'm in my seven-year-old perspective, it feels to me like I'm either in a plane and I'm in the front row and there's a big wall, or it could be because there's no time, but I'm seeing projection, right? I'm, I'm seeing my life in a projection of what's coming so it could be that I just don't even know what is in front of me. And my perception is it's a barrier of light or a wall, mm. right? So I'm not sure. Mm. But what I did do is eventually I had that little girl as an adult. And um, so I've kind of, at the time, my perception says I was about my age, but I'm not ready to die yet. I'm, I've now I'm all, I'm all in, right? So what I've kind of done is said, I'm not flying until my daughter and I look different, look older 
than what I saw. And I've basically asked God, like, I want to, I want to not take that out. If that was a choice and I get to live longer, I don't, I don't want to live that as an out. I'm going to change my timeline. Hmm. And, um, and I did a meditation for about three days and really meditated on that decision. Um, and I got the sense at the end of the three days, I hear you, you got it. You, you're going to go past that timeline. So I, I don't fly for right now. My family flies everywhere, but I don't fly. In that vision of yourself, when that happened, you were a little girl then, right? Or were you an adult at that age? When I was seeing my life, I saw my, I started out as a very little girl. Then I saw myself at seven doing seven-ish. And then I sort of, you know, when you're, when you're um, in heaven, your consciousness, so you can be both. So I was looking at the drawer into the picture, but eventually I was the person going through that story of living. Mm -hmm. So um, at the point where I'm walking uh, with my daughter, she, I thought maybe she was about 10 and I was about 45 or 50 ish. And now I'm 50 something, 55. I round up. So I'm 55. Right. So, um, so I may have actually gone past that time ah. and already outed, you know, changed the timeline of sorts. Hmm. Interesting. So, Some people after their NDEs have increased cognitive abilities, which may be considered even psychic abilities. And it sounded like you have become more empathic. Have you noticed any other increased abilities? Um, I really think of, um, I haven't seen anything I can't do yet. I haven't, I mean, I, I have to practice in order to see it, but it's always a feedback mechanism of, you know, I'm going to try and do this. I'm going to try and feel that person's energy. I'm going to see if I can feel their emotion. I'm going to see if I can, um, get an intuitive thought. I'm going to send telepathy, right? I'm, I try all those because they're just fun and we're in a period of, of coming awake. So who knows what we can do. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, what I've really been studying for like the last three, maybe five years, four years, five years is energy working with timelines And, you know, we sort of know what's coming up, even though we can't see it in 3D. We know what's happening on Tuesday if we have an appointment or if we have um, information in the future, like a test that we're getting a response from or things that are that we're planning out in the future. We know what that is because we create it. We're consciousness. So what I've been really trying to hone in on is I can definitely clear out houses and energy energy of houses see if there's um uh let's see if someone's doing a project i can understand that they've been confused about different aspects of the and come out with that clear it out if someone's got a ghost in a house we can clear clear that um if they have pain and they don't know what's happening what's causing it you can get that with energy um so i do now house clearings. I do. Um, if someone wants to get a more efficient business, I can help them figure out what's causing the drawback or get that, get that energy flowing for them so that it's refreshing. Right. Um, you can also change the energy of 
environments, if someone's getting married, you can, with consciousness, consciously clear and and send love and like Reiki, but it's distance. So you can completely pack um, a wedding environment with happiness and love and clarity. So when the humans eventually get to that wedding, they're in a great mood. They don't even know why it feels so good. It's because you've used consciousness to do that, right? Mm-hmm. There's tons of things that can be done. And it's all a game right now because we're all learning to use our abilities, right? And that's why I love your Discord, by the way. Mm-hmm. And and I have a website and all that if people want to come in and uh, book an appointment and just by donation. It's completely by donation so that I can do that for them and, and we'll learn together. I think that's really valuable. Can you tell us more about what you do with timelines? So um, this is really fun. Yeah. As a matter of fact, let's do this. Um, So let's pretend that we're all together in this big cosmic web of connectionness that we just can't see. And so you and I, just by the fact that we know each other and you have this great show that I love watching, um, I'm connected to you. So if I were going to now send a message to you, what I do is first I go through grounding and from my own self, I only talk to God. That's how I do it. So for myself, I would plan my own energy out. I want my, my stuff of my life away. I don't want to think of that. And then I'm going to clear myself. I'm going to, you know, the word sin is really the second, second best decision. Right. When they say, you know how we were brought up to be guilty of sin, but the word sin just means you made the not the best decision. So it's not a guilt word. So I would say um, clear my energy, forgive me of any sins, the not best decisions I've made and just clear me. I want to be in. I want to be talking from spirit. And now I connect to that massive energy ball of all of us. And I would try to find you. I would feel you and put that in space. And now, based on that, I'm going to say, okay, I want to ground. So you find three spaces. So I'm going to find me. I'm a space, you. And now I want to feel your, if we're doing a house clearing or we're going to do something, I want to feel that. And I I want spirit or God to give me the information relative to you. And then a timeline, really, you picture a band, just a, you picture a, what I do is I picture a, a space. I name that space because I'm consciousness. So I name that space and I can picture it. And now here is this month in time. And then maybe, maybe I picture winter is here and summer is here. This is sunshine. So now we're here. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to feel that energy. And you really, it takes a lot, a lot of practice to feel energy, but clear energy or yes, for me, feels like strands of strands of gold or strands of light. And that's when there's a yes. And then I might go, oh, okay, so I can feel it. Now my consciousness is feeling that movement. And I go, okay, now I'm in snow. Is the thing going to happen while it's snowing? And, I, and I'm picturing, now I'm using consciousness to picture time. Snow is what I think of as winter. 
and I can feel it. And I'm asking, send me that energy so I can feel, is there a bump? Is it low? Is it a bad? No. Or is it up? Good. And what happens is if you want to learn to do this, which I, I've been told we'll all be doing this in about 10 years. And we're just going to teach each other. So what happens is you have to make your own dictionary in your head and you have to decide what you decide means no, right? And that means no. So maybe for me, it's down. It feels down. That's low. Or the energy feels high. That's a yes. So that's what a timeline is. And basically, you're making the rules for your picture. And you're asking spirit to give you information in the movement of it. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And so I would do that for other people to be able to, because I've been working on my dictionary, I've been working on this stuff for so long, that I would actually read that for people and say, oh, you're going to meet a person here, or you're going to have that interview here. This, this, there, there are issues here. Let me tell you what these issues feel like, what the, what issues you're going to have or your business do this to get this client, um, you know, those kinds of things. It just comes with practice and an open mind. But I think eventually all of us are going to do that because we're all spirit, right? We're all energy. How do you think your life changed after you had hypnotherapy session when you were 21? I went back, like he said, um, if you don't quit smoking in 24 hours or something or a week or something, you can come back. So when that hit me, I really left like, no, it was a knowing it was a, Oh my God, I just unlocked that. Wow. And, um, and I, then I realized why I have always kind of felt strange in this world, in this 3d world, I always felt more 5d than anything. It always seemed weird that we, I don't know, that they changed the days that you have to be on time, even driving to an appointment. If an appointment was at one o'clock, like my head was, I was ready to go at one, kind of like I would just fly over there. But I, now I realize I have to drag my, I have to drive my body over there. Um, so I went back to him and I said, I just had this realization that's really amazing and I want to share it with you. And, um, and he said, Oh, you might want to go see a psychologist over that. You, you know, you might, you might be a little crazy and, but it was a long ago. So Mm -hmm. like in a time when no one talked about this and I thought, Oh, you don't get it. Mm -hmm. And eventually I did go to a, a number of people. I went to a priest. I went to a, I went to a bunch of places and just said, I'm going to tell you this crazy, beautiful story and see what you think. And almost all of them said, oh, yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah, totally normal. Then eventually I went to International Association of Near-Death Experiencers. Instantly, instantly I'm around other child experiencers that over 70% of them don't remember while they grow up. So it's totally normal. And it comes back like that. It comes back like a knowing. So ever since then, really, that's the place where you can you can really talk spirit and people get it. They're like, oh, yeah, right. Yep, you saw this. Okay, blah, blah, blah. You saw God. Yep, I got it. You know? Mm-hmm. So fabulous. 
you know, it's funny is I've talked to so many people about 3D and 5D, and I just never really thought about it deeply until today. What is the difference between 3D and 5D? What are the two extra Ds? The dimensions of, um, it's moving a physical form. Like, um, so for my career, I was a, a professional organizer working with people with ADD that have uh, organizational problems because I had ADD and was totally disorganized. So about 20 years of my life was spent studying how to organize the physical world. Like I said, if I had an appointment at one o'clock, I was at one o'clock, I was ready. And my head just didn't realize like, I have a 30 minute drive. I have to shower and be ready. That's another half hour. So that's a big chunk of physical time. I had to really relate to that. Or like people say the projects due on Friday. My little head growing up, that meant gather your gather all the stuff. We're gonna do it on Friday. So on Friday, they they'd want it done, and I'd say, "Hold on!" And like, didn't you say we do? It's due on Friday, and they'd be like, "No, it's presented on Friday. You have to do it on Wednesday or Thursday to have it ready." That was a huge learning curve for me. It's the physical. 3D of moving, the 3D of of uh, gathering tools. When 5D, 5D is fast, right? 5D, I can psychically send you a message or people, um, you walk into a room and you know the person is sad. They just got bad news. You just know it, but you don't know. They haven't told you. So what just picked that up? What? You, how did you know, right? Or a mother will will stop in the middle of her day and know something happened to her child, and the phone's going to ring. And right in that instant, the phone rings, and the the mother knows she's going to hear something wrong. It's some. It's a protective aspect. Wow, this is going to happen. I have to live through this. And so that once you really realize that we're a 5D lightning fast connected to everything um, entity encapsulated every day in this 5D body. It really means that we can do both all the time, right? It's always available. And at some point, the lower vibration thing, the body is going to die off because it can't make it. It doesn't live forever. And our our light, our entity that we really are, well, is just going to keep moving. Like when I got smashed against the wall and I watched my body fall and I didn't care at all, to someone watching, they'd be like, oh my God, that was horrible. Look what happened. That's horrible. But to be in that body, I was like, oh yeah, okay, yeah wow, I just kept moving. There was not even a a difference. I just kept physically moving in space, like walking down the hall. Since your hypnosis therapy session that you had when you were 21 and everything came back, have you had any out-of-body experiences? I did. uh, I 
went away for a session for three days to study out of body and I was able to sit up and then I realized I was sitting up and it scared me and I laid down again. So I only got halfway out of body on an OBE. Um, but it was fun to play with that. And someday I might go back. Um, I did a very cool um, exercise out of necessity that I've always um, that I always wanted to show people. So if you want to know this, this is this was so cool. Um, it just occurred to me I had no other choice but to ask for spirits help. Um, I was trying to do a website. I'm dyslexic. I was totally screwed up. It was like three in the morning. I had a deadline in the morning and my daughter was like, I don't know, a year old and she was going to wake up. So I knew I couldn't figure out what I had to do and still be able to complete my day. I knew I couldn't. It was the middle of the night and I was exhausted, but I had no choice to be ready for this meeting. So I stopped myself and I was really in an overwhelmed, confused state. I just couldn't figure this, this website out. So I stopped myself. I cleared myself. I just cleared myself, got into spirit, uh, asked God to help me. And I asked God, send me whoever you choose to help me figure out this problem uh, because I can't do it. I can't do it. I need help. And I just stood Now, I had my computer, I had some papers, some notes, I had a lot of stuff around me. That's it. Instantly in my head, I get this trickle of light, like trickling of light. And I'm thinking, oh, this is working. Maybe this is working. It's I'm just playing. Maybe this is working. And I start seeing, remember the old multiplication grid with lines and it would say one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, and all that? Mm -hmm. I start seeing that old multiplication table. And as I'm seeing it in my mind, what you have to do is just realize that's how we communicate in 5D. So it's that's real. So just don't fight it. Pay attention to it. So I see this grid. And then I and then I have a feeling, look at the computer. So I look at the computer and I see where it says at the top, like, You know, when you go to a website and it says like the first page, contact us, help, blah, blah, blah. So I see that. And that multiplication table in my head started changing tabs and everything. And I'm watching it in my head, realizing I'm being taught. Like I have to get my ego out of this and just watch. I had that thing. I completely understood where the buttons went, what I had to change. I was done in 30 minutes. And at the end of that 30 minutes, I felt like I had been given a class, a, a, a training. I thought I, had, I felt like I had um, really been shown the power of spirit. If you first, if you make the request, second, if you just go with it, no fighting, whatever you show me, you could, I could see birds in my head and I'm going to say there's birds in my head. Like whatever comes and you're willing to play with that. In 30 minutes, that website, I was done. I was packing things up. I was saying, thank you, God. I so appreciate that. I would never have been able to do that on my own. It was simply that I had no choice and I asked for help. What if we find out 
that's all we have to do for, for life. What if we find that out, that we can do that all day long? How cool does that make life rather than this 3D life where, I don't know, we spend a lot on wars and, and we fight with each other and there's jealousy and we need money and all this 3D stuff, right? What if that's what we are in a few years? People that actively engage, hey, dad, you've passed, help me now. Hey, mom, you know my, you know, whatever calling people and and calling in angels that that the bible says i sent you angels you can use them right now i i don't know enough about angels but you have people that know angels and they talk to them and get help that's cool Hmm. so i want to learn all this i'm totally open to all of this stuff do you fear death at all no not at all Mm -mm. i mean i think it's normal to probably fear the moments leading up to death, whatever that unknown thing is. So for growing up, I always thought I'll probably get die in an airplane crash or some kind of crash where I hit a wall, right? Hmm. So I always thought that. Now I've kind of passed that where I go. I think I, I've passed that timeline. I'm not doing that. So I'm just like everybody else. I have no idea. Um, I, I think it'll be great to be back in heaven. And see everybody that's already left, you know? So no fear. I believe quite a few of the people that watch these videos have had somebody close to them die. And they're curious if their loved ones are okay on the other side. And or they may have their own existential crisis. How, what kind of advice can you give them? I'd say that, I'd say it's more like a game. We don't have crisis in heaven, right? As a spirit, a spirit can't be hurt. It doesn't need food. It doesn't need, it does. It just loves, right? We just all, we're all enjoying ourselves. So this is kind of like a, a way to see yourself in action. Like if you, if you're jealous, if you're all those stages of learning stuff, did I, when I lie and I go, oh my God, I would actually lie like over that dumb thing. Um, so um, I think it's really, it's to, to lighten up and enjoy it. Even if it seems hard, it's life is short and it's fast. So, um, just enjoy it and, and make the best of it. And don't worry the death is nothing. Death, you've, what did your other guest just said? I died a thousand times. Right. And so death is just moving on to another story or going back home to see your, your loved ones that you haven't seen for whatever, 10 years because they passed away or they just left and you're really sad that they left. You'll see them again. It's going to, it's a flash and you can always talk to them the whole time. Once someone leaves and they go to heaven, they're communicating and they're, and they're only loving. There's no, nothing about their, anything you did. Don't worry about it. It's because they understand they were in life too. Right. Mm -hmm. So they're just sending love and they're there if you want help from them. Right. That's great. So we always stay connected. If it's so amazing on the other side, why do we choose to keep coming back here? I'm dyslexic and I, um, I had ADD and, and I had to learn to get organized. That's kind of an interesting thing to have to do. 
to figure out like, okay, I have to do these things to be ready for this deadline. That was really an interesting personal challenge. Or um, I can't read your mind, so I have to take your words and and then I have to give you my best response. I might be wrong. I might I might misinterpret you. Well, in spirit, we don't get the fun of misinterpreting, right? We don't get any of the trauma and the uh, the learning that happens when you're just telepathically doing everything. So I think this actually makes existence way more fun. And we get to actually, if we do this right over time, we'll be telepathic as humans on the planet in peace playing with animals with oceans and 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 going hiking and having a blast bridging that and having all of our spiritual abilities too that's going to be a blast if we do that right right yeah all right earlier you mentioned that you have a website and and actually people can do your services and just donate to you what is your website the name of the website is energy clearing online and if you go there it has a scheduler and you can just pick like a 20 30 minute uh, window in the schedule and you can put any donation you want and um and just when i when we get together we'll work on zoom and um and you can do it without a video so you can just do it distance and whatever you need to be done for your energy or you have a challenge coming up or an event, uh, you can just write that down and we'll do it together. And it's very fast and it's a really fun way to learn how to work with energy to see the difference. Is that the best way to contact you if they, if somebody just wants to even ask you questions is through your website or some other way? Yeah, you can email me at Linda at um, Energy Clearing Online. If you email me, um, I check my email like twice a week. So, but I'll get back to you and, and answer your questions. If you have questions about energy or any of this, anything that we cover on the, on this channel, because it's a fabulous way to, um, to share. All right, Linda. Well, before we finish up, can you leave us with one last positive message? Yeah, we are. We are in a shift of ages and we are learning and, um, and death is nothing. And what we're actually learning is all of our abilities and great, uh, great things ahead in terms of our learning. So, yeah, that's a positive energy. Play with your abilities no matter what they are. Thank you for that message, Linda. And thank you again for coming and sharing your experience with us. I appreciate you and I wish you a great rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Really appreciate being here. Thanks for watching the Jeff Mara podcast. I really appreciate you. Another way to show support is through YouTube memberships. And if you do, there are loyalty badges and other perks depending on your level of membership. All you need to do is click the join button underneath the video to find out more. Thank you for your support.